Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away If you can use some exotic booze There's a bar in far Bombay Come on and fly with me Let's fly, let's fly away Well, this is it. We're welcome back. To, welcome to another edition of Me, You, and the Scoo. On a, uh, a special edition, I should say. Special edition. It is uh, Sunday, uh, June 16th, 2013. That's right. When it's recorded, let's just clarify. That's right. We are not live right now. Time, but, has, time has not stopped. But what uh, what day is this? It's, Why is it so special? You it's, a, it's a little, uh, little holiday known as Father's Day. Hey! hey. And uh, in honor of such, we have a special show planned for you in this edition. We're going to be talking to the dads. Uh, normally, we have one or two guests on our show. This time, we've got four slated. And uh, Four of us. Four blocks. Four, four, four blocks. That's four, right. Four dads. You're going to be hearing. Uh, should we announce who we're going to hear well, from? We're going to hear from Max's dad. We're going to hear from Scoo's dad. Who we've already, uh, who is a fan We've favorite. already talked to. We've heard from him before. He, we're going to bring him back. That's right. We're going to talk to William DeRosa's dad. Richard DeRosa is going to be on the program. And then also my dad, Last Dean but uh, certainly not least, right? Local celebrity. And that, that, you know, I should clarify that may or may not be the actual program order. That's true. It, it, not, in no particular order did I just announce that. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I know that we're pressed for time, right? But I say, I say let's go. <laughs> should we get this going? I think we Max, should. Max, why don't you, uh, why don't we have you do the, uh, the honors? Do the honors. All right. Well, uh, first up, we have my dad. Goes by the name of Don Margolin, short for Donald. Oh. I want to get specific here. Donald! <laughs> Um, he, uh, you know, he has a lot of different talents. Uh, he's, wore, he's worn many different hats. He's been a, a pilot, flew for Delta for over 30 years. Boom. And uh, used to be Western, I believe. He'll, he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, no, Mohawk Airlines. Um, he's, a, he's, a <laughs> sag, he's a SAG actor. Uh, he's done a lot of acting, done a lot of stage, done some film and TV commercials. Um, singer as well. He's been, done a lot of singing gigs. So the real question, I mean, what hasn't he done? Well, there you go. He's he, a man of many talents. Is he by That's any true. chance the Dos Equis guy as well? Oh, that's the most interesting man in the world. Well, he is, uh, he's joining us live via telephone, right? And uh, he's on with us right now, I he believe, is. patiently awaiting his turn. Uh, Don, welcome to the show. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, go ahead. I'm sorry, dozed off for a minute. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. It is nap time at the Margolin. Is this uh, one household. of my sons? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you got me right here. And uh, you're the one who gave me this best dad trophy this morning. <laughs> I did. I, did. I did, got him a. Uh, did, did, wait, wait. Did that actually happen? Right. Did that actually happen? Did it actually happen? I came out uh, this morning. I was, you know, I was at home staying over in Santa Barbara. I came oh. out and I played uh, Oscar music on my iPhone, <laughs> and I presented him with the best dad award, which is shaped like an Oscar statue. See that that <laughs> makes me feel like a scumbag for just sending my dad a regular card in the mail. <laughs> that's true. Oh, well, I that's feel like okay. a, a dirt bag. I, I I I put this right next to my Oscar, so <laughs> fact, I made it move the Oscar away. Well, so, yeah, know, I guess you don't need uh, that. Uh, speaking, he's been in some real movies, hasn't he, Max? Do you want to tell him any details about any uh you know act? We'll start with the acting career. Um, We're already on the topic. Yeah, and then we we'll, you know go into the we've just skipped over thirty years of flying, but that's all right. Hey, I, I still <laughs> want to hear about are, the fl- Max. I, I still want to hear about flying. I let you take the stage. Go ahead, son. <laughs> what is it you need? Oh well, god! You know. Now I do, I feel bad. You know? No, I still uh, want to hear about flying. Actually, my first movie, my first movie, was with Kevin Costner, really? but I had no idea he was in it. How? How? I, um, <laughs> oh, because that's true. because I I had a bigger role than he did in the movie. Whoa! Which was 
called Chasing Dreams, and um, uh, I was a baseball coach, and um, um, they were looking for baseball players, which is why Kevin Costner was in it, but I only found out later that he was in it because somebody, uh, they, they brought it out on video, and they had his picture on the, on the <laughs> jacket, uh, which he later... And which he were... later sued them for because oh, no. he didn't. He had a very small part. It was amazing, but you know, I got busy flying, and Kevin somehow dashed ahead of me in his acting career. So, <laughs> no, that's true. anyway, what, do you, what can you do? What are you going to do? Well, you know, I Max, we we did just touch on a little bit. Thirty years worth of flying. <laughs> is that commercial flying? Is that is it flying little Cessnas? What type of flying did you do? What? Yeah, no, I started I started flying commercially in 69 and I stopped flying commercially in 03. Um Wait, 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 hold so, on. Yeah, about 33 years. I was flying first I I, I actually <clears throat> flew for about five or six different airlines. I, my first one was an airline down in Puerto Rico, which Ooh, was uh exotic. Very interesting. There were a lot of us a lot of people there that were on the uh what they call the fringes of aviation, uh. people escaping different things from the states and everything. <laughs> With Puerto Rico being a being a territory is kind of, you know, it's kind of. I better watch when I talk about this. it's a territory. It's not a. It's not actually its own country. I, it's I have a. a I have a. I have an airline <laughs> uh, related question when the time is appropriate. What are you going to say? Well, I was. It's probably the same question you go and answer. Uh, okay. Well, I was going to ask about the miracle. But you don't want to break my momentum here talking about Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, you, anyway, can, you can provide us with some insight I'm here. getting where the, the guy, the interview, I, was, I, I went down there because I heard there were jobs down there. I was working on the ground for Western Airlines. And I went down there, and I, was, uh, I heard somebody was hiring. So I went over, and I was in my bathing suit in the lobby of the hotel. And this woman <laughs> said, weren't you the guy looking for the job? I said, yeah. He said, well, Mr. Olson wants to talk to you. I said, well, i got to change. I can't go over there in my bathing suit. He said, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. So I go over there across the street. The first thing he asked me, he said, tell me this. Are you a normal person? There's a lot of weird people down here. They run drugs. They steal my airplanes. I oh my said, no, God. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do the job for look, you. So look, anyway, that's look, where sir, I, I, um, I realize I'm in a bathing um, suit, but I assure you that I am, I am indeed a normal person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I had to convince him, even though I was, I was, you know, doing my own personal inventory at the time, thinking that perhaps I wouldn't pass for one. But um, anyway, <laughs> that, that was my first flying job, and I, I moved up to New England, and then back out to L.A., and and then uh, small, anyway, I ended up with Western Airlines, and then which um, uh, became Delta, right? In '76, uh, and then. Delta then Delta bought Western Airlines, oh, and I ended up yeah. retiring as a seven six seven captain from from Delta, and I still fly. I have my own airplane, and um, and we still, uh, you know, I still do some flying, some volunteer flying, angel flight it's called, fly sick people around, and oh wow, um, nice. and um, I used to actually when my reel was on uh, was on VHS I would play my reel on my flight you know, especially <laughs> if I'm going if I'm going from LA to New York yeah, you, know, you gotta, gotta, gotta cross promote you know industry people that's called you know and that's how we you discovered uh, vertical integration <laughs> you know you gotta really manage yeah. all your uh, <laughs> your enterprises you at, at once the, 
Right. You have to look for the. Uh, there's no, there's no shame in that. Any place you can. There's Wait. No, so can so, I? Can I just ask a quick question? Are you absolutely? So, so you. So you know you've been a commercial pilot. Was there ever a moment? And I'm sure there was. Will you come over the loudspeaker and tell us, uh, you know, t- thank you for flying Delta Airlines? <laughs> and, uh, can we, yeah, can we, uh, can we, we do a little announcement? We, we want to hear the, you know, we've reached our cruising altitude announcement of... And can we, can, can we set that up? want to hear it in Spanish or <laughs> well, can we get Can we get both? We should do both. We can should we do, do both? both. Oh. We'll do English first so well, we know. Buenos días, damas y caballeros. la ciudad. Hey, Mexico. <laughs> Max, you need to get, you need to get, we have a sound yeah, effect. Okay, we I'm have gonna, some sound effects for you. I'm going to cue you. We get a little atmosphere here. Oh, a little sound. cabin. Here's the sound of the cabin. A little cabin noise here. <laughs> and then after, after you hear the seatbelt tone, you can go and do a, uh, wherever we're flying, you know, this can be in English this time. And you can just go for it, whatever your normal spiel is. Here you go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'd like to welcome you aboard Delta Flight uh, 345 uh, to Dallas, Texas. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. We're going to Orlando this evening. Didn't mean to shock you people. But um, <clears throat> it's going to be a little bumpy this evening because uh, quite a few thunderstorms uh, in the area. But we're going to do our best to avoid them. But we can't always avoid them. But we're going to do our best. So if you feel yourself bumping around or anything, just hang on and know that you've got people up here who will absolutely do the job for you. Now, things don't work out. <laughs> you know, there's really no guarantees in life. And, uh, <clears throat> just like the form you sign before your surgeon operates, uh, uh, perhaps you noticed that when you walked through the metal detector, that form was also signed where you have absolved us of any responsibility. So, once again, we'd like to welcome you aboard and we do hope you hang on for dear life. <laughs> Thanks again. Oh, oh that, that was, was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. That's our, that's our typical. <laughs> that's your normal, your normal spiel. Thinking of, I know you mentioned thunderstorms in there. Um, wasn't there a time you were flying and through well, a thunderstorm and a bolt oh, of yeah, lightning this is, <clears> this hit is like the one plane of those. or something? There was, a, there, there was a time, and I had, I had you know, I, I'd been you know, flying around thunderstorms various times. And, and we're actually going to San Francisco. You don't think of thunderstorms a lot. And um, and we we got struck on the nose by a lightning bolt. And I had, I had oh. never seen that before. And it, it feels, the sound is like you're running in into a, a, a wall about 200 miles an hour in the, in the airplane. Oh, and, and then we actually got struck a second time. So this whole thing about them to strike in the same place is a whole load because we actually got struck twice in the nose. Now, what I was wondering, I asked the flight attendants, did you guys notice that? (laughs) And when they come up weeping and people are crying and screaming in the cabin, I realized that what happens is a little ball of static electricity goes through the cabin and and then leaves the airplane. But when people got off the airplane... I mean, they were on their knees thanking us for saving them. That's and, crazy. I mean, it, it was it was uh, it was quite an exciting moment. So, I was I the first thing I had flight then, Did you guys notice that? Could you hear the the <laughs> so, <laughs> well, obviously with the light yeah. cabin lights flashing off and on and the and the and the big ball of static flame going through the cabin? Jeez. They noticed. Did, did, yeah, that was one of the did you, more exciting moments. 
Did you have to make an emergency landing after that, or was everything... No, 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 we just, because the airplanes, what happens is it, it leaves little uh, little pinholes uh, in, the, in the nose where it strikes, and then the, the airplanes have, like, what they call static wicks, and the, and the, uh, because the airplane is not grounded, actually, the electricity just goes right, goes right through the airplane. Wow, that's but, crazy. Um, so still yeah. the, the safest way to fly, I guess, right? You know, or safest way to travel is, uh, is flying, you know, I guess. Oh, certainly is. Statistically, it just I, can um, probably be scary, you know, but... I have, I have... Although, you know, some... Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I, I have... I'm very eager here because I have a question that I, I feel like you may be able to answer. Do you... Okay. Have you have you experienced the... I think they call it the miracle flight phenomenon. Uh, it happens a lot in Florida, where basically people are getting in wheelchairs to uh, get past the lines. The, the way it works is there's a, there's a, there's a greater number of, of passengers in need of wheelchairs to board the flight than to get off of it because you get pre-boarding when you're on a wheelchair. Is, is, this, is, this a real, uh, yes. is this a real thing? I heard it happens a lot well, in, in Florida. Many of my passengers would walk aboard and have to be wheeled off, but <laughs> I never took that personally. So, I just, uh, no, that's, that's an interesting phenomenon. That's probably, uh, yeah, I guess people have figured that out. I, um, I haven't seen a lot of that, but a lot of people are, you know, they do go through a lot of transformations on, on airplane rides. So that could be part of this phenomenon. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. Actually, it's amazing. I, it's little... I actually had never heard of that. They, they call that, they call those miracle flights. I think, I think that's, that's a, one of the nicknames for them. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like the Disneyland people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. we want to send you out a big thanks for coming on the show. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Dude, that's it. I'm not finished. I got lots. <laughs> well, you know, we don't want to occupy too much of your time. That's all right. Yeah, yes. you know, they, anything all... for my son, he'll oh, tell wow. you anything for my son. <laughs> that's Mac, well, that's right? yeah. That's I, I have Mike too. I have his older brother. So that's true. Sometimes I, except Max is the tallest of my children, so he usually stands <laughs> out. So. He's well, the, good. the gentle giant. Well done. Yeah. We, we we want to uh, we want to wish you a happy Father's Day and uh, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> That's good. All right. Take take care. See ya. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Me and the Scoo, that's that's one dad down, three to go. We're going to we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back with uh, much more. We'll be back. Me you and the Scoo, don't go away. They say come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Addison, what are we listening to? We are back. This is the Fresno State Bulldogs, Bulldogs fight song. Fight song, which is being played in honor of our next guest on the show. <laughs> uh, next guest, next dad, if you will. Let's, let's let, you know what? We'll, we'll, let, we'll let the man's son introduce who it is. Yeah, I should say that uh, our, our, our good friend Bill is joining us live right now in the studio. In the studio. Uh, to help us out. And, uh, well, who do we have? Well, is, we, we have my, this is my dad, Richard DeRosa. He, the man, the myth, the legend. It's pretty much, yeah. He, um, he has a master's degree from Fresno State um, 
University. Right. And he, uh, he, he has photos of him catching vampire bats in Mexico shirtless in the 70s or something. 80s, 70s? <laughs> when was it? He, um, one time when I was a little kid, he caught a four-foot green snake. Or gar- it was a garter, garter snake. <laughs> well, he a green, co- it's a green mama. We got, we got to get him on here. Yeah, so we we'll, can... we'll get him on here. But it's, I mean, uh, he coached you know countless championship baseball teams. He is a, a senior industrial hygienist for the state of California. <laughs> he uh, uh, man, he's, a, he's, a, he's an award winning dad. A man yes. who needs no introduction. Exactly. All right, here we go. He's joining us live via Skype. Uh, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> we, we're, we're going to need some clarification on all of these things. Uh, that was quite a resume. That well, was. Yeah, I, I, don't, I really, I, <laughs> I don't know where to, I don't know where to, yeah, there you go. I don't know where to begin. Will, guide me through this. Yeah, um, we're going to probably each have, well, I, I want to talk I mean, we, we have stories, we have stories that we've only heard through Will that we need at least some little confirmation. We, we might need to shed some light on, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, so one, one of the stories that I remember was like when I was, I think I was like nine, we were on the Mets. That the, the baseball team that didn't win a single game the whole season, the Mets, just we like won the one Mets. game. Well, we won. We won one game. I, I want to <laughs> say that you paid the team off to like to to fold though. Did you do anything like that? No, I did not. Okay, so, <laughs> so we did win that one for real. Yes, we did. But that was a good rebuilding season because the next season we went pretty much undefeated, aside from you making us lose a game apiece to each team. Well, I I understand that. Hey, we were powerhouse. I understand that. Yeah. Okay, but but um, I just want to say I have because, no idea what's going that on. That other team that that Kevin had. Uh, the other manager, they had a tough year. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's nice for them to at least win one game. Yeah, exactly, for sure. Yeah, so I remember we were, I was nine. We were walking around Dooley Field by the Snack Shack, and you were like, "Hey, Will, look at this!" And you took your binder that has our that has the lineup on it, and you slapped it on the ground. And I'm like, "What's he doing?" And you picked up a four foot green snake that's whipping around, and you're like, <laughs> "Look at it! That's a snake! That's a that's this kind of snake." I don't. Well, know. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a garter snake. There you it go. Black with yellow stripes. Yeah, see, there you go. And, yeah. and literally, I didn't know that you had any science background. I was nine years old. I didn't, really, I didn't realize college was a thing that people would do. And I didn't realize <laughs> it was just somewhere people go. I didn't realize you did fish and game and all that stuff. So it literally, you t- it scared the hell out of me, to be honest with you. I had no idea yeah. what was going on. And you didn't say a word about it. You just picked up a four-foot-long snake. Yeah, and I also picked up a gopher snake there too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would never pick up any snake. It's so it's so ever. odd. It's so odd to to think what uh, kids remember because I I tell you I remember really weird things about my parents. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can identify with that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I, uh, well, we've heard some stories, and I, I think Scott wants to tell I, a story. I that need to, yeah. It's I need to take the reins here. It's a legend in our house and in what we talk about. So it's really the perfect yeah. story. You got the perfect setup. You got the perfect little reversal of fortune and the perfect denouement. Here's the deal. Uh, it was one summer break or something. Was it summer of 09 or 08? It was summer of 09 or 10, I would Not say. Not that long ago. 9 or 10. You know, we're home from college. Uh, Will and I are doing nothing for a living besides sleeping in. <laughs> and I came over to your, your house uh, to hang out with Will. And it was approaching the evening hours. And uh, dinner time was rapidly approaching. And I know, Will, your mom, I think, was working late that night or something. Yeah. That, wasn't going to be home. There were no immediate dinner plans. So uh, <laughs> Mr. DeRosa here comes into your room and says, and I quote, hey, Willis, because that's what he calls you. <laughs> he says, hey, Willis, your mom's working late. Here's $20. What do you say? You go down to McDonald's and get us some cheeseburgers. And you're like, all right, sure. And he goes, I tell you what, you can take the Cadillac. <laughs> and at that, at that moment, our, our, uh, our fate was sealed. But we didn't know that. So we get in the car and we're driving to McDonald's. And if you've never ridden in a Cadillac, it's a boat, literally. It's a great, great car. It's a you're, yeah, you just but it's, you're floating. 
Yeah, it's like sitting in a lazy boy chair with Will. <laughs> <laughs> explain, Describe this explain, car. No, but explain the car and yeah. its significance. Describe the yeah. Explain the oh, car for us, Will. It's a 1989 baby blue Ooh. sedan Deville, and it's in like mint condition. Yeah, yeah. It, it only right now it only has 108 thousand miles on it. So it's no mile, like nothing. Four years old. So yeah. this is this you know this is the uh, this is the vessel with which we have been it's a tr- uh, it's a trophy it's entrusted. A, it's so really will good. will drives and I'm I'm going with him because you know who doesn't love McDonald's cheeseburgers? Well, we're about you know two minutes away from the house and will's you know it's kind of a warm summer. He decides to roll the windows down. No, the windows were down. <laughs> the windows were down. He, he decides to roll them up, and the, the driver's side window gets about a quarter of the way up. <laughs> And, and it freaking broke. And it, <laughs> and it falls into the, the, the yeah. door. And, he, and Will goes, oh, no. And it's not because of what has happened. It's because of the repercussions. He's like, my dad's going to be pissed. But you got to understand, we're like 19 or 20. But the, he's acting as if we're like 15 without a license and we took the, we took the car out unauthorized. That's the level of trouble that he's going to get in for this. So I don't see the big deal. I was like, you know, you're just gonna tell him it was an accident. You know, what, what, what can you do? Was so we, I upset when I got when he came home? Well, we'll get well, there. We're in, yeah. To, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in, in just a second because the the story is not. We get to we get to McDonald's. Yeah, and we roll up to McDonald's. This is like a whole other act of the story. Uh, Will rolls up to the drive-through, and the guy goes, "What can I get you? What can I get for you?" And Will says, "What is the maximum number of cheeseburgers I can order?" <laughs> and the guy goes, "Limited to 20. And Will goes, I'll take it. <laughs> so we pay, we get a huge bag of cheeseburgers, and we come back. Come back to the house. And uh, Will delivers the goods and says, oh, Dad, I, I, have, I got bad news, man. Like walking to his and death. And I'm, I'm already laughing hysterically. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what's important to know, to know here. So he says, oh, I've got, I've got bad news. And he goes, his dad goes, what is it? What happened? Is the window under the Cadillac is broken? It fell. And I'm laughing because Will is like so nervous. I'm laughing he's hysterically. Wa- he was walking to his death. That's right. Yeah, but so his his dad, Mr. DeRosa, thinks that we're messing with him. He goes, "You guys are messing with me." Yeah. It was it was it was incredible. And then of course he found out we were. He goes outside and he sees it, and it's just. What do you remember? Do you remember this story? Is this? Yeah, this is where we, exactly. This is where you need to weigh in. We need for clarification. Us. Is it real? I thought they're uh, jacking with me because <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. Yeah, oh. uh, it wasn't when the window wasn't working, <laughs> <laughs> but we got it fixed. Well, that's good. All is well in you know for the cat. Addison is dying. Addison, what do you way in here? You can't just be laughing. I, you know, I only I only really love this story because I know what it is to face your dad. And tell him that something's broke, especially if he's if it's something that he loves, and and I have actually ridden in the blue cat. I have experienced the blue Cadillac. Oh yeah, I was up there not too long ago for a wedding, and I got a personal VIP VIP tour of Sacramento, like historic Sacramento, with uh, Mr. DeRosa in the historic blue Cadillac. A, in the historic blue Cadillac, Cadillac. Cadillac. <laughs> The reason why the Cadillac is so special, when I grew up, if you, had a, if you ever got a Cadillac, that was a sign in the 50s and 60s, you made it. You got a Cadillac. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And so I'm a middle-aged guy in a Cadillac. <laughs> awesome. It, hasn't he received like multiple offers from strangers to buy it on the spot? Oh, yeah. He, he cash offers. All, yeah, yeah. For, and I'm not going to sell it. 
Yeah, he won't sell it. But and nor should you. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, the car was bought from a, an old lady that like had only it, she, it only had fifty five thousand miles when That's he bought correct. it. So it literally like the car was probably would still have a warranty on it in this day. Like if the warranty would last twenty two years, it would still have had a warranty. Two years or sixty thousand. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's it's funny because we might actually get McDonald's later. Let's just hope that. If we if we if we venture over to you know the, uh, uh, the our, our none of our windows break yeah <laughs> I don't know I never told my dad I never told you this but you know that Cadillac you can light the front tires up on that you know what is that what is that what does that mean you can you can smoke the front tires a little bit on it because it's a V eight. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm oh, saying. Wait, wait. Are you? Are you? Will? Are you? Are you, are you divulging of, information it's that? A of, uh, it's a bit of a confession. I have. Are had, you saying that yeah. you've done it? I have done that one or t- once or twice. Oh no! So, my car. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> You're waiting until Father's Day to tell him this. Come on. I have, I have something coming in the mail for you that still won't be good enough for that. But <laughs> is it Brandon Tires? Yeah, I, I should, I should let you know he's on video chat with me. He just took his glasses off and did, the, <laughs> and did the like. Oh, this is not good news, Will. This I'm is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You've, you have ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but um, but yeah. Really, that's icing on the cake, though, uh, yeah. of that story. Yeah, it is. Because I mean, he thought he was out of the woods. Yeah. yeah. I only did it I think once the, or twice. The, I want, the moral I want to of the story the is don't give Will the keys to the Cadillac. No, it's true. Yeah, no, you don't do that. Will, you should get a job as a valet, and you could just break everyone's cars. <laughs> just, just their windows that, that's the only thing I feel like we had while what, eating what cheeseburgers other, what other story do we have lined up for him I feel like I, I had, would I would like to see if he has a story about either wildlife fishing game or uh, catching vampire bats in, in Mexico I, yeah, either one <laughs> we've heard we've heard rumors I don't even know with con- I don't even know that I can confidently say that I am aware of what a vampire bat is yeah Desmodus rotundus is the genus species <laughs> I feel like I should be taking notes for the uh, the final. You know, uh, oh, what, is this what it was is when I was, I my when I got a bachelor's at my get my bachelor's degree, I had an opportunity to spend a month down in Mexico netting bats and small mammals. Oh wow! With the professor uh, Dan Williams out of Cal State um, Stanislaus in Turlock. Now why 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 Mexico? Because he was part of a contract with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife to do a national small animal survey of the province of Nayarit, which includes the cities of Puerto Varda and Mazatlan. So we spent the whole time out there netting small rodents and bats and everything. It was, yeah, we got, got to see a catch of vampire bats. And drink margaritas. Some yellow bats, fish-eating bats, and, and there are a lot of fruit-eating bats. Can and you- bats don't have lice. They have a lot of mites. So when you kill them, you hold them <laughs> by the chest, and they don't, they don't breathe anymore. Don't oh, them long enough so they don't breathe anymore, and then all these red mites crawl all over your hands and. and your oh my god! god. <laughs> oh, that that level of stress that I just. I I I. I uh, that sounds hairy. That's where you saw those pictures, Will. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing. I remember they're all Polaroids and they were in like a yes. photo album. Yeah. Yeah, that was nineteen seventy six. Yeah. Okay, it was in the seventies. Okay, yeah, because you had you had, a, you had a bit of like a like a fro. And you were shirtless, and, <laughs> and you're you're holding a bat out. You're holding a, a vampire bat's wings out. You know, I gotta say, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, that your father is frequently shirtless. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, like, the, I don't like to wear shirts around the house. It's the height of luxury. But <laughs> it's I also the, it's the ultimate dad if thing. I, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't he also? Uh, I understand the the go-to relaxation outfit because I feel like every dad has one. I know what my dad's is: it's sweatpants. <laughs> but but if I'm not mistaken, Richard DeRosa, it's it's the the swimsuit, right? Doesn't he yeah, wear a swimsuit around? 
shorts and, and just some type of shorts. Any type of shorts. Yeah, any type of shorts. And then I don't like to wear a shirt because it's too hot. I want to stay cool. <laughs> but the man has air conditioning, doesn't he? Yeah, but I still like to be cold. The older I get, I want to stay cold. Will is the same way. I like being cold, too. We literally, before we had you on, had a, a, a fierce debate in here about whether to turn the air conditioning on or off. And Will was like, I like it. It's comfortable. And it was, <laughs> it was literally freezing cold. It's such a point of contention in this hot. house going to be very uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't really blame you. You know, you got to, when you're at home, you got to, you know, that's your domain. Well, you got something yeah, to say. Yeah, one more thing. Dad, there was a day, I don't know if I told you about this, but there was a day where Brian and I were hanging out. I think Scott might have been there too. And we're at home and you were outside in swim trunks only spraying the driveway off. <laughs> okay. And then I left. Brian and I were like, okay, we're going to go to Brian's house. Okay. <laughs> we get to Brian's house. We roll up. His dad is only in swim trunks spraying the, <laughs> spraying the driveway off. Yeah. And so literally, with, and Brian, Brian lives like about 1.8 miles away. Oh, so you God. have two dads doing the exact same thing minutes <laughs> apart. There's like, how did, how, there's, there's, like a, there's a hole in the space time continuum. Yeah. Driveways are such a dad, that's such a dad area. Driveway, oh, dads that's are your, big you know. on the driveway. Yeah, well, I know that dad, you're also, I, I assume you're still pretty intense about the parking, the parking situation. Yeah, I always get it organized out front. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, re the reason we're highlighting all this is why this is why this man is amazing, right? You know, the, the <laughs> all the reasons, all the reasons why he is an award-winning father. There you, there you yeah. go. Well, I think we're, uh, I think we're going to uh, head into our uh, our next segment, right, guys? Are we? Is there anything else we wanted to get in while we still got him on the line? Well, you know what? Just like uh, we did with uh, we did with Don. Happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Thanks totally. for coming on with us. Oh, thank you very much. It's been, it's been fun. All right. I never get to see what, am I, what I look like live. <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, and, uh, you know, happy Father's Day. We're going to take a little break here, and uh, when we come back, another guest. Two more to go. Another dad. Well, I should uh, I should note that we're, you're not actually listening to K Earth 101, even though I wish you were. Uh, I wish we were on an actual radio station. Yes. There's a reason we've played that, Addison, and uh, I'd like for you to do some uh, explaining of your own because our next guest on the special Father's Day edition of the show is your father. That's right. It is my dad, and my dad has been a entertainment personality for for his whole life. I and that was one thing I was I always told people. I said my dad has never had another job other than being either a game show announcer or uh, a radio host. Well, we have the distinct honor of having him with us live. We do, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my father, Dingas, Dad, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> Funny that you played the Hollywood Hamilton. Uh, so where do we begin? We have we what? have a, a radio professional with us. He no, he recognized he recognized what uh, what intro that was. What was that? Oh, that was Hollywood Hamilton who did mornings at K Earth for about twenty minutes. They hated him. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you were? But Dad, you were on K Earth, right? Yes. That, uh, uh, how was how, what was life like on K Earth? I did mornings there in 1980, uh, 81 to eighty six. Wow. And. Wow. 
No, that was that was terrific. That was. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. understand that. Isn't this man also? Uh, he has some. He has some credits to his name. If I'm not mistaken, he does. He does. He's not only a radio. What? The, well, I mean, Dad. What? Why not? We'll let you kind of. Oh, that's uh, a good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. What is the? Where Where have you worked? And what have What have you done? Well, what's your history? Well, give us your resume. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the bottom line is, uh, I went to San Diego State and majored in telecommunications and film. Right. And upon uh, graduating in 71, I got my first job in, in South Lake Tahoe. And it was really funny because I did my air check. You know, it was done at the uh, college uh, uh, studio. Actually, it was, uh, <laughs> we had our own bootleg radio station in our dormitory. <laughs> and we had a 100-watt AM transmitter absolutely illegal. <laughs> <laughs> the NSA is listening. We were up high enough in the building, uh, you know, like the eighth or seventh floor, and we right. just literally hung a copper wire oh out, our, uh, out our window at the dormitory, and we were on the air. And you could probably hear it in maybe 11 miles in all directions. That is incredible. The days before podcasting. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's how we did it. It had to be bootleg radio. And you, <laughs> it, you had to find a clear channel uh, signal. And that's where the name clear channel has come from. Oh, wow. Company, because well, like, K, like KFI in Los Angeles. Right. It's, it's AM stations, if they're 50,000 watts, which is the maximum you can have, you had to be on what was called a clear channel. In other words, 640... KFI in Los Angeles was clear all the way to Chicago. Nobody else had that frequency. Right. Oh. But in FM, you know, everyone has the same frequency and and you, you only get so much distance. 75 miles apart and then you've got another 102.7 that that's going to conflict with you. But with AM radio, it would just go forever. And uh so anyway, uh, that's how I got the radio bug messing around in my uh, in your dorm room. Well, that's really that's really that's really cool. I feel like I feel like if you're at a party and you're trying to impress a girl, it's a lot cooler sounding to say I did, run a bootleg radio station than you know I got a podcast. Did you uh, did you did anybody know? Did, we, did you have fans? Did you have listeners? Well, what we would do is we would send a friend of ours out to a phone booth on El Cajon Boulevard in San Diego. <laughs> and we'd give that number out. If anyone's listening, what a request, here it is. And he would wait. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that is amazing. That is amazing. And, and it did. And then one time, everybody in the dorm was listening to it because uh, everybody knew about it. Yeah. So one night, we, you know, it took us about a week or so to plan it. And we said, okay, everybody in, in the... Um, and it was Elk and Quistador dorm, eight, eight stories up and, you know, so, so much wide. We actually spelled out the F word. <laughs> we, this is a new story. I've never heard this one. We actually spelled out the F word in the windows. We told everybody to, to, to at a certain time, make sure somebody's <laughs> in your room. We need room 302 to have the light off. We need the room 421 to have the light oh, on. With the, with the lights. Yes, oh wow! Radically figured out which rooms had to be on, and <laughs> oh. it's spelled F U C K. Up to no, up to no good whatsoever. 
just you know one night and we got everybody coordinated and they all listened at the same time and we did it the problem with the radio station it got so popular that we let anybody do a show that wanted to do a show so around the clock you know, we'd have to say, look, we're done at two o'clock in the morning. We got to get to bed. We got to sleep. You know? <laughs> there is this whole thing called college uh, that we have yeah, to go to. Buddy was involved in it, and we and it was called K-O-N-K because the um, the dorm was called El Conquistador Dorm, and they called it El Conk. And so it was right, K-O-N-K. 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 We put a thing on the door. And we got a plastic plaque on our door, which was our dorm room, said uh, K-O-N-K. K-O-N-K. At what point, <laughs> was this shut down uh, by your own hand, or did somebody come in and say, this needs to stop? Well, no, they never shut us down. It sh- it, we graduated, and that was it. We closed it and left. We <laughs> never shut so it there down. You go. Closed the doors. Maybe the FCC isn't listening. <laughs> but uh, No, here's the problem. There was a problem. The head of the radio department at San Diego... Oh. Wanted to put their close circuit station, which is there today. It's called KCR. And they were close circuiting all the dormitories except for ours because when they came to us, the management said, we have our own radio station. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Dean, Baba. And they hated us. Oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. So we we graduated much like, uh, you know, much like... uh, Addison and Chris would feel about Jay Jordan. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> we, we never got arrested. They never hurt us. Uh, just, no, no, they never tracked us down. That's it was, great. Because it wasn't strong enough and it, didn't, it did not interfere because we chose a frequency that oh, was yeah, yeah. all the way to Houston. So we weren't interfering with anybody. They would never have heard it and they didn't know unless it was word of mouth. Well, that's you know that's good. I guess you're looking at you're not overlapping another uh, radio station. I think so you would you would get a call pretty quick. I started my career as a pirate radio person. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, well, well, I mean, transitioning from well, actually, and then then you worked uh, where in uh, K Earth and just kind of went. What, what was the progression? I went to I went from uh, uh, Lake Tahoe to uh, Monterey. Salinas, Monterey, then San Francisco, which was a big move then to right. go from Salinas, California to the number four market in the country was really huge at the time and, and still would be. But uh, that was like, oh, my gosh. And that taught me that taught me um, because I, I remember I approached the job not thinking in a million years but, you know, gee, I'd have to get to Sacramento first before I can get to San Francisco. Right, right. But I got from San Francisco out of Salinas, California, which is a tiny, tiny, you know, market number 235, and then I went to market number four. Right. So taught me that anything's possible, anything can happen. Right. Don't ever say, oh, there's not a chance at that. Go for it, because you just never know. So I went to San Francisco, then went to Sacramento, then went to San Diego, from San Diego Wait, went us. Let me let me let me stop. Wait, where okay, and and just to just to give a little precedent, where and who can you tell us about? Can you tell us about Chris Lance? Where does Chris Lance fit in any of this? Because he's pretty famous in this house. Oh, very oh. very famous. Christopher Lance and I met in Salinas. <laughs> he 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 was at the station, and then I came into the station. And that's where we that's where we met. It was at <laughs> K Don K D O N, and we still 
you know, we still answer the phone that way to each other. We kill Addison, you may Addison, you may have to tell the well, story. There's a story. There's a story that uh, that's very famous, and uh, it's called Pizza for Lance. I'll let my dad. My dad tells it the best. He's yeah. he, he was there. So can you tell us the Pizza for Lance story from yes. your mouth? Oh, this is I'm. This is a treat. I went to KYA in San Francisco, and then from San Francisco went to uh, Sacramento. And a lot of times when you go places and you hear about job openings, hey, I know a guy, he's really great, you got to hire him. So I got them in Sacramento to hire Lance. Chris Lance. So Lance was on the air. Lance was, <laughs> I think I was doing afternoons, two to, two to six. Lance was doing six to 10 at night. So at the time, the station was called KROI Croy. And it was number one station, bar none, 1260 AM, 1975, 1970, yeah, it was 74, 75. And it was the number one station. Everybody listened to it. Uh, you know, it was the teeny bop station. Everybody knew it. So sure, yeah. we're having a, we were just getting together, having a party or something. Uh, and Lance, we were at a pizza uh, parlor, uh, me and Ed's or something like that. And he ordered a pizza, and his real name is Lance. That's his first name, but his air name is Christopher Lance. Right. His real name is Lance Habermeyer. Oh, wow. So, so he would order, when, when anyone said, okay, what's your name? He never said Christopher. He'd say his last name because that was really his first name. If that makes any sense, yeah. The, the word but it, Lance. But, but did he did he did that because he didn't want people to know that he was there, right? Well, no, not necessarily. <laughs> no, 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 because he, he even if they would have said Christopher, there's no way anyone pizza for Christopher would have meant nothing. Right. So he said Lance, but he normally did that anyway because that was his real name. <laughs> so the funny thing is, we're sitting there, and his pizza was ready, and they went. Uh, pizza for Lance, pizza for Lance. Come get your pizza, pizza for Lance. And the girls said, "Christopher Lance." <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is the best story in the world. It's it, it's so beautifully simple. It's like a one. It's a one act story. Like oh, uh, so from then on, we always called him Pizza for Lance. <laughs> And as you know, that, deservedly so, I would say. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I love. Oh, that's incredible. I love these stories. I've never. I feel like Addison. I've only heard a couple of them, but oh, I, the other one that I love that is also beautifully simple, and I don't even know it. You might have to tell this. What the warm up? The warm up vocal. Technique. Oh no! There no. I. Oh oh. Ib ib. <laughs> there was a guy again in Salinas, and his name was Rick Mundy. And the funny thing about Rick Mundy. <laughs> is he really got into he thought radio was all about the voice and not necessarily the personality and, and it, you want it, it was during a time in radio when they were going away from hi everybody it's uh, KHJ how you doing the real Don Steele talking as fast as you can say it's 22 minutes after 6 o'clock <laughs> it's for you right now here on KHJ baby okay <laughs> that was incredible that was that was 60s radio. Right. And the 70s radio was trying to get away from that and, and trying to be more natural and, and sounding. So I came up during the more natural sound and not necessarily during, hi, everybody, it's Boss Radio. How you doing, KHJ? <laughs> but there was a guy named Rick Mundy that was so 
into, he, he thought you had to have a great voice that he would literally, it, it would, it, okay, imagine me talking to you this way and going, hey, how you doing? Yeah, and I'm yeah, on sure, the radio sure. and I start going, how you doing, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a nice, uh, nice uh, voice you have there, Scott. Uh, here's a fine record from so-and-so. And then when the mic was off, he would talk normal again. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> and we were, oh, we were dying inside. We would, we would make up reasons to go into the control room so we could we could be there and 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 kind of watch him you know we'd pretend to go in and put new records in or take old records out or put a new commercial in or something we'd we'd make up a reason to go in there and before he'd turn the mic on it'd be it'd be like going hey scott how you doing oh yeah great great yeah let's go get lunch afterwards and then he's ready to talk he puts the headphones on (laughs) he only used one he took he took one part of the headphone and put it behind his ear because he only used one, and, and he literally cupped his ear like, so you cup your ear so you can hear yourself. And he would go, Eeb. Eeb. And we were dying. And st- oh, I can't handle it. It's too much. Oh. I, he'd literally go, Eeb, 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 K-D-O-N. <laughs> But clearly, I mean, okay, clearly it works, though, right? I mean, you know, you sit there, you yeah. talk, you're talking like this, and then you, you take it down a little more, and, and then you, mm, ib. Like, come on. You, of course. Yes. Oh, oh, absolutely. It, the, the ib got him into that register of voice. Absolutely it did. But oh. we just couldn't believe that he would just sit there and, ib. <laughs> to do, yeah, to do it publicly. Do it, everybody. Yeah, you want to take that into the bathroom or something. And you really- <laughs> we, we, we came up, we uh, tried to come up excuses to go into the control room that's incredible just to hear it well well i gotta i gotta say this is the this is kind of the end of the hour but max if you want to hold on really with the music uh dad we were wondering if you could uh take us out like pretend to take the show out uh as if we're about to go in we just you just came you just finished with the set you're about to go into uh, a song i have to say really quickly if addison does this to me sometimes and it's the worst thing in the I world because he doesn't he just like oh be be a radio guy go da- well i grew up with it i grew up with a radio guy this is my dad my, my i i know anyway. it's okay it's okay go ahead and we were wondering if you could uh you know it's me with the school uh, we'll be right back after these messages or after this song or whatever well, sure. All right, I mean, he's into it. Okay. We got him on the line. We might as well, you know. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we'll Max, we'll, how are you feeling, Max? You we'll ready? have Max cue us up a song. <laughs> well, I won't be able to. I, I can't talk over the intro of the song. Well, no. Can you? Can you? Will you? I, I don't think I'll be able to hear it. You might be well, able to. No, you to. will. will you, you, Max, do you want to do a sound test? We have Max, it patched do, in. Yeah, Max, yeah. give us some on. Okay. First of all, here's what you have to understand. This is another radio lesson. There's right? a countdown, right? In the software. There's a lady, ladies and gentlemen, there's another radio lesson. <laughs> you always want to talk over the intro of the song, but never crash the vocal. It's right. called crashing the vocal. So you have to know that you've got 11 seconds before the vocal starts, and you can talk over that 11 seconds, and you better be done, otherwise you've crashed the vocal. Is there any song that you know well enough to where you would, you, you could, you'd figure that out? Um, okay, we're, 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 putting, we're putting the man on the spot here, Addison. I know. I don't know what you have. Let's see we, what any. Uh, we have uh, we have YouTube at our fingertips. Any pick a song? <laughs> Could you pick a song? Could you? Oh, that would be fun. 
Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a, here's one of the best songs of all time to to talk over the radio to, and it's um, Smokey Robinson, Tears of a Clown. Perfect. <laughs> Anybody in radio will know that's one of the best songs to talk the intro. Max is pulling <laughs> it up. He's doing work. And it's called Talking Up the Intro or Walking It Up. Are you ready, Max? Where are we? If I can hear it, yeah. Okay. All right, do Max, a, let's do a I'll quick sound what, test. I'll tell you what, yeah, Max, give us a snippet here. All right, here's a here's a little snippet right here. Can you hear it? Dad, can you hear it? Is this the right one? Yeah. Yeah, he, wait, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead and pause it, Max. Okay. Could no. you could you hear that for us? I could hear that fine, but I don't know how the mix is going to be on my <laughs> end to you. That's well, we can handle that. I think luckily. We'll uh well, uh, let's give it a shot. You want to give it a shot? We, we can only do our best, right? I we mean, can. you know. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Right. Max, you are you? Okay, here we go. All right, Dad. Well, 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 once again, thanks for being on the show. Oh, happy, yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day. Thanks again, uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Thank Goss. You. Thank you. It was brief. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Max. Whenever you're ready, here we go. Hi, it's Dean Goss. I'm here along with me, you, and the school. And we are just having a great time. It's Father's Day. My son is rocking with me. I'm rocking with Scotty. And we're going to do it again soon. Now, if there's a smile on my face, it's only there trying to fool the public. But when it comes down to... Welcome back to the final block of the show. Uh... This is it. This is the last dad. We did all three dads. We did uh, Max's dad. We talked about flying. We talked to Skyman. We talked to uh, uh, Will uh, Bill Bill DeRosa's dad, Richard, Richard DeRosa, DeRosa which is also about, uh, uh, Will's middle name, William Richard. Yes, he did. He talked to us, talked to us about catching bats, and then uh, we talked to my dad, who uh, gave us a whole uh, history lesson. He, he, on radio. he kind of actually schooled us. He gave us a lesson. Well, he's a professional, so what are you gonna do? I, I you know, and and it was a, a much uh, welcomed and and needed lesson, but <laughs> I, I felt like it was it was it was beneficial more than entertaining, really. It was more of a lesson, it, I, although it was very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, anyway, at, at any rate, uh, with well, the, with the clock ticking, Scott, why don't you introduce us to your father? <laughs> well, really, there's no introduction. We've met him before on the show. He's a fan <laughs> favorite. Uh, he's back again via Skype, here to talk about. Uh, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, uh, but here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tom is with us live. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping there'd be some applause. I'm doing great. How are you, Scott? <laughs> oh, I'm doing excellent. Good. Uh, good. I, I understand that you got my card. Uh, you told me that when we were at the commercial break. Yes, that is a great card. Yes, um, there's, some, there's some guy in the front holding a toilet seat. I think that that's all you need to know, and you can figure the rest out. And on the inside <laughs> of the card, it says, uh, every king needs his throne. <laughs> hey, look at that. So you know, there you uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like this segment is a little different than all the other ones because I do. We, we, I I think this one needs to be a little bit more uh, Scott and Tom history. That's true. In the past, you just kind of interfaced with us about whatever the topic of discussion was at the time. This time, I feel like uh, you know our our history is uh, is long and uh, awesome. uh, yeah and and what. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's at least something worth mentioning that is the fact that I refer to you as Tom and not your, and I don't call you dad. You never have since I can never, ever, ever remember you calling me 
that. For a while, you called me Woody. That's because Bruce called me. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Bruce called me Woody, and and uh, I don't know why you did that. It's, it was always a little odd, <laughs> didn't it? I think it really bothered you for a while, didn't it? I not really. I mean, it was just I didn't know if it was a sign of disrespect, but I don't think that it was because it you it's started a sign of an endearment, you know, <laughs> something. Oh, that's that remind this little kid. My okay, so this little kid across the street. Sorry, this is a huge tangent. Yeah, it doesn't worry. Thanks for interrupting. This little kid. <laughs> this little kid across the street started calling his mom Janice, and that was that was uh, her name. And my da- and Janice would come over and go, I, you know, I can't believe it. Henry's calling me Janice. You know, I, this is this is crazy. Why he should be calling me mom? And so my dad was like, I know how to fix this. And my dad, my dad, my dad starts going over there and just starts calling Jan- Janice mom. He goes, no. he goes, oh hey mom, hey mom, and the and the kid like goes wild with jealousy, like no, he's my mom, that's my mom. And so from then on, never called her Janice again. Your father may be a genius. I just want to say that's what that's that's what my dad. And second off, that kid, just so you another note, that kid, uh, my dad loved lollipops. He loved uh uh. uh uh, Tootsie, Tootsie Pops. Oh, those and, are, oh, yeah, those are good. And he would always give them to this little kid. And but he would call them. He would say he would call them beers, like the lollipops <laughs> were beers. And so, so randomly, just every every couple of minutes or every couple of days, the kid would come out and go, "Hey, Dean, let's have a beer." And, oh, I like, like it. <laughs> it was great. I like it. Anyway, I like it. thought so, I'd share. Yeah, you know, I guess that that's yes. probably uh, would have been the only solution. But I am still calling him Tom. I was calling him Tom when we were prepping him for the show. So there well, you go. I don't, if if you didn't call him Tom, I don't think the name for the segment would work. Talking with Tom. Talking with Tom. <laughs> Talking with Dad. That, yeah, that doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> See, I, I didn't even think about it. What's uh, so? What's going on with you these days? You know, I feel you, you. You. What would you like to use our our time on the show? Precious time to address. You know. Um, well, it, you know, I, I could talk about a, a couple of things from uh, from our time together. You know, I, I can remember. You should just you know. Should... You should just know that if you're going to turn up the heat, I'm going to come back with flamethrowers <laughs> worth of ammunition. All you right, two all can, right. I just want all you right. to know that two all can right. play all at right. this game. All right, all right. So we both have the thermonuclear so weapons. I, here. Okay. you know, I don't want to. I don't want to push the red button. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> don't and, make him do it. And neither, and neither do you. On. I mean, I don't want to be embarrassed. Although, I although Tom, I, I do, I do really want to hear some good juicy stories. I, I'd love to. You, well, can, when, you can tell the router story. Well, when when you know Scott's been living here for a while, and and he would go out, and I don't have no idea what time you would get home, and then so the next so the next day, Addison, he would he would get up at. Three, at the crack of three thirty, as I used to call it. <laughs> this is no difference. And no difference today. That's three thirty in the afternoon. We yeah, three thirty in the afternoon. So then, you know, it was like <laughs> clockwork. He'd get up at three thirty. He'd shower. He'd do whatever. He'd come out and he'd say, "Well, I gotta go. See you later." And, you know, it was like four o'clock, four fifteen, four thirty. And I thought, after a while, I thought he must have a job. You know, he must have a job. <laughs> he leaves at the same time every day, and and. Uh, <laughs> You know, but but hasn't, hey, hasn't but the best part is, is you said, hey, do you, you leave at the same time every day? Do you have a job? And I was, and I told you, yeah, I do. And you, and you believed me, and you went, I didn't you went, you. you went, I didn't, no, 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 no. You said, here's what you said. You said, really? And I, and I said, yeah, I, uh, I'm a janitor in one of the buildings, the state buildings downtown. And you looked at me for half to three quarters of a second with, <laughs> you were, you believed it for that long, and then you realized that I was, I was full of shit. <laughs> 
Well, then, then somewhere got into that all you did was install urinal cakes, <laughs> and then. That and was, then if you ever left early, you'd say that there was a urinal cake emergency and your boss needed <laughs> you to come in and Yeah, I would, I would say that there was a janitorial emergency. I remember that. My boss called me. I got to go in. <laughs> Every day, up at 3.30, out the door at 4.30. Yeah, I, I, I would say still, that's healthy when you're on a schedule, you know. But that's, but that's not different today. It's like whenever that's we're... That's we're a, we're up at like twelve. And oh me, no, it's it's different today. No, it well it it wasn't for a while. When I was working when I was working on the swing shift, it was still the case. Yeah, I'll, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll admit that we would sit here. It'd be like twelve noon, and me and Max and Will would be like, "All right, let's call Scott. We're gonna go to lunch." Y you couldn't. You could not call Scott until around two thirty, and then he and then it's like, "Oh, Scott, let's go eat." He's like, "I'll be ready in like two hours." <laughs> That's a fact. So so Scott and I, you know, we've we at times have had a difficult relationship. I mean, we love each other, but you know. So there were a lot of days when I had to text him. I'd be sitting on the couch in the living room. He'd be in his bedroom, which is maybe seven feet away. And, that's, uh, and so the, I would text that him. That wall like, is know. about, you know, as thin as a couple uh, pieces of copy paper. Just, I'm pretty sure you could just be like, hey, Scott. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> it's like in, in office space. Hey, Peter, man, check out Channel 9. You know, it's the same concept. But go ahead. Then there were a couple of times when I'd ask him for tech support. I mean, that's he did a lot of that. And I don't know what the question was, but he, he'd say, I'm not going to answer that. And I'd say, what do you mean you're not going to answer it? He goes, yeah, if I answer that question, he goes, then it's just going to be more and more and more questions. He said, it's something you don't need to know, and it won't affect your life. But, you know, so, so then, devil's, so then devil's avocado here. Can you blame me? Go, go ahead. So then... Um, I got this iPhone. It's got the voice to text thing, which I have to use because I type so slow. You're talking. You're talking about. You're talking about Siri. No, no, no. That's not Siri. Doesn't do voice to text. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, but okay. Okay. Well, anyway. So I, I, uh, I have to talk like a robot. You know, that's the first thing. Can I? I've got to say, I, I've witnessed this firsthand, and a robot is a perfect description of what this is. I actually have a, uh, luckily in the vault, I have in deep storage an audio clip that I can play for you. Would you, Ooh, like, me to uh -oh. would you like me to share? No, is that me on the audio clip? Yep, and here it is. <laughs> this is how I have to talk for the speech to text recognition to work. Yes, I sound like a robot. So there you have it. Uh, I'd like to add, by the way, that that was texted to me one day. Uh, I, it was not part of a conversation that was already going. I just woke up and I had that in my inbox and it was one of the best days of my life. So, <laughs> But here it is. I mean, it's, it's like it's getting worse. So, so right now the words come out just wrong. So then I asked you about it and you said something like, okay, I wish I could. This is such a Scott answer. Well, why would you expect consistently unproven technology to perform correctly when you use it <laughs> you know that the, that's it. the dickhead scott answers <laughs> you know <laughs> well you know this is not star trek you can't just you have it's not designed to i mean uh speech to text is like a novelty at this point right i don't know i mean i'm not uh, 
<laughs> like, there are words that just won't come out. And then Siri, so I don't even want to get into that. She's so stupid. But, <laughs> you know, and you, and you notice you cannot find a list of Siri commands. It's like all you can find is these interactive dialogues where she talks about getting, you know, a playlist in the music. And it doesn't work that way. You know, sorry, she, I can't find that. Tom, I hate to break it to you, but Siri is only there to plug Apple products. That's her only function, you know. Right? Oh. I, I can only assume. I don't have Siri. I have an iPhone 4. I'm a generation behind. Awesome. Uh, I, you know, certain people don't get to enjoy the luxuries of Siri. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not missing much. Oh, <laughs> it is. I, would say, I would say there is one thing I do like about Siri. Is that one time I, I did Siri, and I'll do it right now. Okay, ready? Who, uh, Siri, who won the Spurs or the Heat? San Antonio defeated Miami by a score of 114 to 104 today. Look at that! That is that is worthless. That's garbage. Look at that. <laughs> so I did, find, I, I did find a video here that says Siri can't understand Scottish folk. Oh. And I'm gonna just click on it and just see what we got here. It's about a that minute. Sounds good. Just see what we got here, really quick. Create a reminder. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by. It's a guy, Siri. Yeah, the British guy is a guy. It is There's a guy. A guy? Series. There's anyway. It... He keeps trying, and uh, I, that, I kind of prefer that voice over the. Uh, you, you, I read on that, and you get you can get in some trouble because the pronunciations are are different on some of the words. <laughs> like, they, they, they can't say booger. <laughs> I want a cheese booger. <laughs> you know, maybe they just need to hire you to be the voice of Siri. You know, and then I want to go into Scott ridiculing me because it was, there was like one time when I, I couldn't remember what that that computer TV watching thing was. And I said, I said, how do I find Julio on the Internet? <laughs> and he just he just looked at me. Right. And he says, did you just say Julio? <laughs> and I said, yeah. I said, isn't that the thing? And he goes. Get out of my room. I've got to call my friends. <laughs> so I've got that now, but then I've got... I'd like to point out that it's gone from being Julio to now you call it Julio Professional. Oh, it's Julio Pro. I've got to pay one. Yeah. But it's... What's with that interface thing? I can't find anything. I've, You know, I've told you before, okay, that is the interface of your Blu-ray player. Get it has out of no, my room. It has nothing to do with the, with the Julio. <laughs> it's, uh, by the way, that's not even what I said. <laughs> I bet you it is. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> you did too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, you know, let's turn up the heat a little bit. Do you want to talk about all the times that you would be going to bed at whatever time of night? All the lights would be off and you'd be coming in and out, in and out of your bedroom a thousand times and you'd come out. You know, and it's one thing to where it's like, oh, I got to get this. I got to get that stuff ready for tomorrow. Otherwise, I'm going to forget it. But you'd literally come out. And this was literally a question. You'd say, hey, Scott. And I go, yes. And you'd say, do you think I need to keep any of these magazines? <laughs> the man's getting ready for bed and he's trying to. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Well, we were just moving in and I was trying to get rid of stuff. You know, I didn't didn't want before bedtime? Come on. Well, I I don't know. It was on my mind. Well, let's talk <laughs> let's talk about the router. Do you remember the, the network or the oh, inter- yeah. this is Wi-Fi this is, router and it's this said, is the said, only ammo you have on me. This it is, said warning, this must be set up using the, the disc or the D V D or whatever. C D ROM. C D ROM and you're like, Oh, I don't need that and you start you know, <laughs> plugging things in and 
We spent two hours later, we were back at Fry's getting another router because you didn't use the CD-ROM. <laughs> and the second time, it. we used the CD-ROM, and oh, guess what? It worked perfectly. Well, <laughs> I'll give that one to you, that you get that. That's your, your allotted... Uh, but, but wasn't there a time when, when you were in, uh, going to school at Northridge when... Harold and Arthur and I each chipped in to fly you up to Sacramento. I Remember that? No, you. that was always something that you talked about doing oh, okay. for, for tech support, but it never actually materialized. But you oh, have, okay. you have, uh, I think, uh, financially compensated me on various occasions for uh, doing tech support for you. At any rate, uh, we. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> this is this has been an the, amazing. At the risk of this becoming uh, the roast of the school, I you know. I think Somehow, should... I don't think that the other fathers. I think that our dialogue was probably different than the other. Oh, fathers. it was it was it was much less dysfunctional. <laughs> much more, a uh, little bit more dynamic. Oh, okay. well, all right. Thanks as always for coming on. You know, like I said, you are a fan favorite, and uh, you're also a, a show host favorite as well. Yes. Happy Father's Day. Happy Thanks. Father's Day. Uh, enjoy right. enjoy the remainder of the day. What's left of it, and uh, hopefully we'll talk with you soon. All right, love you, Scotty. Thanks again. Well, there you have it. Uh, are the Father's Day special edition of the show? I think that was muy successful. I would, I would agree. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, keep in mind you can always uh, find us on Twitter at me you and the scoo, or head right. on over to me you and the scoo.blogspot.com and look up uh, archives of the shows. You can uh, see the things we talked about in the past. That's right, all five episodes ago. <laughs> We're that old. Anyway, we'll see you back here next week. We hope you enjoyed this one. Take it easy. Have a great week. Me, you, and the scoop.